There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a gagillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig for details. Hello, everyone. It's Eves checking in here to let you know that you're going to be hearing two different events in history in this episode. They're both good, if I do say so myself. On with the show. Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. The day was May 11, 868. A copy of the Diamond Sutra, one of the Buddhist teachings, was published on seven pages of paper pasted together to create a scroll. Today, the text is considered the oldest surviving, complete, dated, and printed book. The Diamond Sutra contains teachings on the Buddhist principles of non-abiding and non-attachment, and it's a key scripture in Mahayana Buddhism. The text also provides meditations on illusion and perception. The copy of the Diamond Sutra that was published on May 11, 868, is not the earliest example of block printing, but it is the oldest book to include a colophon that has a verifiable date. A colophon is an inscription at the end of a book or manuscript that provides details of the work's publication. The Diamond Sutra was first translated from Sanskrit to Chinese around 400 CE. In 8th century China, printing was done with wood blocks. Paper was made from mulberry or hemp, then it was dyed yellow with bark from the amur cork tree. The text was painted onto tracing paper, which was put onto a wooden block. A carver then followed the traced text to carve the shapes into the block. Then the block was inked and stamped onto the paper. 
In 845, Taoist Emperor Wuzong of the Tang Dynasty suppressed Buddhism as China denounced foreign influences and old Confucian and Taoist ideas reemerged. Temples and monasteries were shut down and adherents were banned from practicing. The ban was rolled back not long after it was instituted, but Buddhism did not thrive as it had before. A monk named Wang Yuanlu originally discovered Wang Ji's Diamond Sutra in Dunhuang, China in 1900. He was in a place now known as the Caves of a Thousand Buddhas, a cliff wall with hundreds of caves carved out of it. He found the entrance to a secret library that had been sealed, where there were tens of thousands of documents. It's not completely clear who and why the documents were placed in the library cave, nor is it known why and when the cave was sealed shut. But in 1907, British-Hungarian archaeologist Mark R.L. Stein was mapping the Silk Road when he found out about the library. After some negotiation, Stein bribed Wang into selling about 10,000 documents and painted scrolls for 130 pounds by invoking Wang's patron saint, Xuan Zhang, a Buddhist monk and scholar who had taken a pilgrimage to India in the 7th century and was a translator of Buddhist scriptures. One of the documents Stein acquired was the Diamond Sutra. The scroll is about 16 feet or 5 meters long and 10 and a half inches or about 27 centimeters wide. It's made up of seven pieces of yellow stained paper pasted together with an elaborate illustration on the first paper that shows the Buddha speaking to a disciple. An inscription on the scroll says the following in translation. Reverently made for universal free distribution by Wang Ji on behalf of his parents on the 15th of the fourth moon of the ninth year of Shenlong. That would work out to be May 11th, 868. It's not clear who Wang Ji was or why he had the Diamond Sutra printed, but it's likely that monks used the scroll to chant the sutra and that printing copies of the sutra allowed for wider dissemination of the Buddhist teachings. Today, the scroll is located at the British Library. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And here's an additional note on really old books. Books have been dated back to the BCE years, like the manuscript Bulgaria's National Museum of History holds, which is more than 2,500 years old. But what should be considered a book is up for debate. Scrolls and clay tablets exist that are thousands of years old as well. Also, the International Dunhuang Project is a collaboration that has digitized archeological materials from Dunhuang and other sites on the Eastern Silk Road. Keep up with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TDIHC Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hello, everyone. I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class, a podcast that brings you a new slice of history every day. The day was May 11th, 1895. Composer William Grant Still was born in Woodville, Mississippi. He wrote more than 150 compositions, and he was the first Black American conductor of a major orchestra. Still is often referred to as the Dean of African American Composers. When Still was a teenager, he began studying the violin. His stepfather, Charles Shepperson, encouraged his love of music by taking him to recitals and introducing him to opera on Red Seal Records. After graduating from high school in 1911, Still enrolled at Wilberforce University in Ohio. He learned to play multiple instruments, including the cello and oboe. His musical talent flourished in college, where he conducted the university band, composed music, and formed a string quartet. But Still left the school before graduating. He was interested in pursuing a career as a classical composer. 
He studied composition at Oberlin Conservatory of Music and at the New England Conservatory of Music in Boston under George Whitefield Chadwick. And he began working as a freelance performer and arranger. In 1915, Still married Grace Bundy, and they eventually had four children together, though they divorced in 1939. Still served in the Navy during World War I, but beyond that, he dove headfirst into music. He worked as an arranger for composer and musician W.C. Handy. He played oboe in the musical Shuffle Along, which had a successful run on Broadway and featured people like Josephine Baker, Florence Mills, and Paul Robeson. He took a job with Harry Pace's Pace Phonograph Company, doing arrangements for artists who recorded on the Black Swan label. In 1931, the Rochester Philharmonic Orchestra performed Still's Afro-American Symphony. It was the first time a major orchestra performed a symphony composed by a Black American, and it's Still's best-known composition. He said the following about the symphony. I knew I wanted to write a symphony. I knew that it had to be an American work, and I wanted to demonstrate how the blues, so often considered a lowly expression, could be elevated to the highest musical level. The symphony featured elements of spirituals, blues, jazz, and call and response. It was also the first symphony to use a banjo. Many of Still's works incorporated Black American forms like the blues, spirituals, and jazz. By the time Afro-American Symphony premiered, Still had been to Los Angeles and composed more than 100 songs for the band leader and orchestral director, Paul Whiteman. He moved to Los Angeles permanently in 1934. Throughout the 1930s, he arranged music for films like Pennies from Heaven and Lost Horizon, and he continued to collect first in his musical career. He became the first Black American to conduct a major symphony orchestra in the United States when he led the Los Angeles Philharmonic in 1936. And he was the first to have an opera performed on national television when his opera, A Bayou Legend, finished in 1941, premiered on PBS in 1981. Right after Still divorced Grace Bundy, he married Verna Arvey in Mexico, where interracial marriage was legal. Arvey was a pianist and writer who wrote the libretti for many of his operas. Over the course of his career, Still composed nearly 200 symphonies, ballets, operas, chamber music pieces, and works for solo instruments. He collaborated with Zora Neale Hurston, Catherine Garrison Chapin, and Langston Hughes. And his compositions were influenced by people like Paul Lawrence Dunbar and W.E.B. Du Bois. Still died in Los Angeles in 1978. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them to us via email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. You can also follow us on social media at TDIHC Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the show, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, 
It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.